Queer Business Success, the podcast for LGBTQIA plus business owners, aspiring entrepreneurs, coaches, caregivers, and the allies who love our community. We tell the stories of why our businesses were formed, who we serve, our challenges and successes, and we offer sound advice to our fellow queer entrepreneurs. Our hope is to inspire, enlighten, and highlight the services that our LGBTQIA plus businesses and allies offer. If we can do this, so can you. We believe that we need more LGBTQIA plus business owners, not only for our community, but for a better world. Here's our host, Anne-Marie Zanza. Hey, 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 Anne-Marie Zanzel here. Just a quick note before we get to our fabulous collaborator for this podcast launch. I am holding a five-day marketing challenge for our heart-centered entrepreneurs like me on Facebook. We will be starting on October 9th, 2023 at 10 a.m. Central Time. It's about how to market your business without selling your soul or using those bro marketing tactics. You can sign up at PurposefulEmpowerment.net. That is PurposefulEmpowerment.net. Hey, it's Amory Zanzel here. It is launch day for Queer Business Success, and I have another exciting collaborator to talk to today, Carol Boston. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Me too. So tell people what you do. As a leadership empowerment and sales coach, I help women rise up and become the lioness leaders they were truly created to be, multiplying their income and their profits. So many of my clients, it's kind of funny because they want to grow their business, but they don't understand that a lot of the times it's the leadership, right? The personal leadership habits and principles, and we get to develop and, and mindsets along with other tools that allow them to grow their business. So that's really what I'm all about. And I've been through a whole variation of things, right? I was a business coach. Then people called me a sales coach. My background is 26 years of successful sales with Fortune 100 companies. Um, And I was always very resistant to being called a sales coach. If I was going to say anything to anybody out there listening just at this very moment, is oftentimes the thing you do very, very well, you don't think has a lot of value because it comes easy to you. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I stayed in resistance to being a sales coach. And now you're not. And now I'm not. <laughs> it took me a long time, but now I'm not. <laughs> My goodness. So I think you probably have a lot of advice to beginning entrepreneurs, LGBTQ mm-hmm. entrepreneurs, um, allies. I'm sure you have a lot of advice. So what is some of your advice for people who are just starting their own businesses or maybe be maybe a little bit further along a little bit? So what is your advice for them? Um, I have several pieces. Um, number one, find a good coach who's all or a mentor who's already done what you want to do. I mean, there's proof positive. There's evidence. And I don't hire a coach who doesn't have a coach. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, you, when you and I spoke last time, I told you my next book is going to be called You Can't Read the Label When You're Inside the Jar. Mm-hmm. And we're all in a jar. So we all get to have someone sitting on the outside looking in. Uh, The other thing I would tell you is be prepared. And this is my experience, and I've heard it from others. Owning your own business is the hardest thing you'll ever do, right? Mm -hmm. You get to learn how to manage the emotional roller coaster. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, my God, I had sales today. Oh, my God, I haven't had sales in a month. And so you get to manage that roller coaster and, and manage your mindset. I would say one of the things I wish I had known or someone had directed me to at the very beginning was the book called The E-Myth of Business. Tell me about that. 
that I was not given that book until fairly recently. Mm-hmm. And what I learned is that I'm a really, really good technician, which means I'm a great coach and I'm a very much a transformational, inspiring keynote speaker, but I wasn't being a good CEO and I didn't even know it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know it. And this book takes you through, and I wish I could think of the author's name at the moment, but it's the E-Myth of, of Business or Small or small Business. And, and I, I'm happy to get you the link. Um, mm-hmm. Somebody borrowed my copy and has not returned it. <laughs> <laughs> Must be really good. But he takes you through the story of a woman who was great at making cupcakes. Everybody loved her cupcakes. And so they kept telling her, go into business, go into business. And so she finally did. And she gets a store, a storefront, and she's making cupcakes. And she ends up miserable because she's spending all of her time working back in the kitchen making cupcakes. Mm -hmm. When really, she made cupcakes initially as a joy to commune and be with other people. And now she wasn't getting the experience of doing that because she's always in the background. And what was happening in her business is that she was a great technician. She didn't know how to hire She didn't have a business plan. She didn't have a vision for the business other than, oh, I love making cupcakes, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So this book takes you through step by step by step through this very unique story of this woman and how she comes out on the other end. And I think for a lot of entrepreneurs, including myself, really having a vision for the business of where you want to take it was, and sometimes it's still challenging for me to be very candid because I think the vision can change over time based on, on, on your experiences. And I don't know if I told you this, but I was I was known as the reluctant entrepreneur, right? <laughs> That's a great book title. That is a great book. You got to write an article about that, Carol. <laughs> it's so true. God closed every other door. And in my prayer time, I was yelling at God. I'm like, look, you have got to help me find a good job. You you created me. You know, I'm not cut out to be an entrepreneur. <laughs> and that story is too long for today. But I was the reluctant entrepreneur. So I think I wasn't necessarily open to hearing what it took. I just wanted to make some money, right? Because right. I'd gotten fired. I just wanted to make some money. Mm-hmm. But we can't sustain a business without burnout if our only goal is just to make some money. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And I also think that businesses, like when people, like the, I love the cupcake story and I'm going to, we'll put the link, we'll find the link and put it in the show notes because sometimes we don't, like we're really good at something, but that might not translate into a business model. And, you know, what I have found is I've started business business coaching, small, you know, purposeful empowerment, you know, small um, people who are just getting started, the coaches and the therapists that are going online. That's my specialty. I specialize in people who have a professional background, who want to take their professional background and do something online. And what I have found in my coaching is that most of it is the emotional part. Mm imposter syndrome, the internal critic, money mindset. Oh, I can't charge people for this. I mean, there's, you know, it's, it's, it's the things that it's not the, oh, we're going to put up a Facebook post and you're going to get a hundred customers. <laughs> no, trust me. <laughs> Which we both know does not work. Yeah. It's more that building a business is a slow and steady process. It is, there is no get rich quick schemes. They might last for a little bit. They're not a solid foundation for a long-term success. And so what I really believe is that like business is so much more complicated than I ever thought it was. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? There's so many pieces, right? Yeah. There's. I mean, go ahead. I'm in corporate America, mm-hmm. here's one of the things I learned about me. I love corporate America because I love structure. 
which somebody else created for me. Right. right. And I was a weird salesperson because I was a rule follower, but I knew what the rules were. Mm-hmm. So the other thing in this, I really just learned this about myself a year ago. You're not going to believe it. Mm-hmm. Just a year ago, I was in this very intensive leadership program. And one of the things I learned also about being in corporate America, and one of the reasons I was so successful there, somebody else told me what to do. Mm-hmm. Here's your product. Here's your service. Here's your database. Here's the rules. Go do your job. And I did. Yeah. So cre- creating my own structure, having my own set of rules, um, incredibly challenging for me at the very beginning. And I would say also challenging for me at the very beginning is clarity on who my ideal client was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you and I both know clarity is power. And mm-hmm. I think when we're excited about something and we just want to jump in, well, it doesn't matter who I coach because everybody's, no, you can't be everybody, right? No, you can't. And so first of all, I appreciate your self-awareness. And I agree with you 100%. Um, most beginning coaches, most beginning uh, helpers online say like, I called my my first iteration of my business was a transition coach. And I'm okay. like, what does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? And a lot of times when people want to start coaching people in the LGBTQ community, after they come out, they often call themselves authenticity coach. Again, what does that mean? You Very know? Annoying. And mm-hmm. so I think that becoming really clear about who you want to serve and who is the person, who is your ideal client, who, by the way, is often ourselves, um, which I mean by what I mean by that is that typically our clients are the people that have some, who have struggled with the same things that we have struggled with in life. And so I do agree with you 100% that clarity is super, super important in this business journey. And I think, you know, listening to also what you said about, you know, having a gay or lesbian owned business that I didn't do, it never even crossed my mind was to get certified right. as, a, as a minority business owner. Mm-hmm. right? And someone just said that something to me recently. And I was like, you know, I never thought about it. And I think right. in the back of my mind, I thought, oh, well, that's just if I'm going to go after government contracts or mm-hmm something like that where they have to give a certain percentage to different types of people. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts on that? And do you advise your clients to do that? My wife is LGBT, LGBTQ certified. She has her own photography business. So oh, cool. I haven't done it yet just because I was relatively new and I've been so busy. I haven't really ha- like had to, um, but I'm thinking about doing it as well, as well as becoming woman certified as, you know, because women are considered minorities, which is sort of hysterical, but we are. <laughs> and, uh, and so though any type of certification, because what people don't realize is that not only governments, but but companies often have mandates of like the type of contracts that they have to go to a certain percentage of minority owned businesses. And so I think that um, getting certified in any of those is really important. And I'm just going to end this on one thing. Do you know that most construction companies are owned by women? I didn't know that most of them were, but I do know a lady down here. Yeah. And McNeil. Well, but this is the reason is, is because their husbands <laughs> make them the, the owner of the business. So a lot of times they, and so they become women owned businesses. Oh, I see where you're So going. they can go after the contracts. So people sometimes use it to their advantage. <laughs> so Carol, how do people find you? You can go to, you can email me, carol at carolboston.com if you want to have a chat, uh, www.carolboston.com. And to find me on social media, you put 
at the at sign at the T-H-E at the Carol Boston. And that'll get you to my Facebook page, my Instagram and my LinkedIn and hop over and connect with me on LinkedIn. Love to chat with you there. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for helping us launch this podcast. I really appreciate it, Carol. It's been my pleasure. Thank you. You've been listening to Queer Business Success, the podcast that highlights LGBTQIA plus businesses. New episodes are published regularly on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and other listening platforms. Wherever you're listening, take a moment to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Are you an entrepreneur who's also queer? Want to share some of your wisdom and experience with the rest of us? We'd love to have you on the show. Just click the link in the show notes to apply to be a guest. Until next time, queer friends and allies, keep taking care of business. <laughs>